Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. My senior year of high school, we had a family unit. There was a pretend wedding, and then we carried around bags of flour that were supposed to be our burdensome infants. My girlfriends and I volunteered ourselves, or maybe demanded, to be the bride and bridesmaids. We bought dresses and everything, and also returned the dresses afterwards. Sorry, Macy's. In retrospect, it was good that we volunteered because four out of the five of us married our boyfriends soon thereafter. The one who didn't is still married to her first spouse, so I guess she was the smart one. So the message was loud and clear. No sex, no bag of flour until after the teenagers pledge their entire life to one another in a fake wedding ceremony. Okay, okay, I get the benefits of a wait-until-marriage sex approach. It's safer emotionally and physically. The only problem is that it doesn't work for everyone. At least half of that senior class did not or had not waited until their sacred wedding night filled with rose petals and flickering candlelight. Some did, and more props to ya. But the sampling of friends we talked to today did not. And that doesn't mean that losing their virginity felt wrong or bad. In fact, at the high end of the spectrum, there are beautiful teenage love stories. And at the low end, the experience was fine. Then there were awkward and fun experiences in between. To get off on the right foot, let's talk to people who were stoked about their first time. We're going to start with my four best girlfriends. We're on the patio, so the audio is a little rough, but try to keep with it. You'll hear Erin, Vicky, and Corey. You've already met Corey, most recently hearing her bra snap story on the Awkward Touch episode. You'll also hear Christine pipe in with a very important question. What exactly is dry humping? Did you have painful sex for the first time? No. Did you? Yes, but it hurt so good. (laughs) (laughs) I did cry afterwards. Oh my god, why? I don't know. Like like emotions? yeah. Yeah. I was 18. I was late to the party. Yeah, so, I was 18, too. Not 18. late to the party. I right on time. Nope. Did you feel bad? No. Okay. I didn't feel guilty or anything. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, just like intense. one of those overwhelming, like, yeah. you just start crying. You don't know why. Right? I just remember it going through my head. Oh, my God, I'm not a virgin anymore. Oh, my God, I had sex. That was like a big sort of step. Right. Yeah. I wanted it so bad. We had done everything else all the time. We were basically humping each other 24-7. But yeah, so I put on these tiny little panties and this tiny little hippie, I'll never forget, like yellow tie-dye dress that was super short. And I knew his mom wasn't going to be home all day. So I put condoms in my purse and I walked in the summer heat all the way over to his house and was like... Like a cat in heat. Do me now. Today is the day. Yeah. And I was in love, and we'd been together for like three years. No. So yeah. I was really happy about it. And he was 18, though. I was 16. He was a virgin, too. 
And so it was just a really special experience. And then we showered together afterward. Wow. Um, I know. It's very so intimate. Yeah. Because, you know, there was some messiness involved. And then after that, we just started having sex, like, every single okay. day. Oh, I had also gotten on the pill two months before that for my endometriosis and such. So I knew I, I was a smart kid. I did a lot of bad shit as a teenager, but I was a smart kid. I was just so terrified of getting pregnant. My mom had scared me with three of people that I knew who had gotten pregnant at 14, 17, and 18. At least one of them had not actually had penetration. It was like naked dry humping situation. Oh my God. And so I was so terrified of like sperm and anything that that had always sort of been yeah. in my head and like just terrified me that like, oh God, I was going to get pregnant. And so... Like, the first time, I also remember going, oh, my God, there's a penis inside me. The penis is inside me. The penis is inside me. Like, that was also happening. Like, I was definitely on birth control and all of that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, like, when we messed around, like, once the penis came out and, like, any sort of fluid came out, it was like, please stop touching me. That, like... I don't want any of that business over near my business because, like, if I get it on my knee, it's going to crawl up somehow. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just was terrified of yeah. getting pregnant before being committed or being married or any of that kind of stuff. Scary sperm. Panties are not 100% effective birth control. No. <laughs> So, on your uh, okay, I'm still trying to figure out what dry humping means then, because wouldn't it just accidentally slip in? No, like if you're so just he's not hard. No, he's hard, definitely hard. But how does it not just slip in? You're it, like squeezing it in between your thighs. No, uh, potentially, yeah, it's potentially, like or like you're just the logistics of this. Stuff. <laughs> well, I think you could be like it varying degrees of clothes on and off or you know, maybe the penis comes out for a second <laughs> to be touched, but then it's going to be put away again or like, it's sort of up here. Yeah. It's like vertical. It's just around. It's just not in. <laughs> yeah. It's anywhere around but not in. I well, like and I feel like you have you have to think about like your brain prior to the first time you had sex, right? Like so it didn't just slip in. There was, like, a lot of other things you could, happening. Yeah. That wasn't, like, the natural... Yeah. Like, now you're, like, near your husband, and it, like, pops right in. You're, like, fine. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the goal. Right. Whereas the goal of dry humping is, like, let's do everything but right. actually around well, just and just be out. in the yeah. vicinity. <laughs> so there's a lot of, like, creativity yeah. and also, like, strange prevention measures. Point right. <laughs> lay there and just like a dog. Where did you guys go to do that? Oh, for sure friends' houses or my house before parents got home in those hours between school and when parents got off work. Make sure your kid has an after school. Cars, 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 all the cars. Cars. We actually... There was an... Vans. When you put the seats down the van, a truck bed. Any vehicle with wheels. Trailers. Front seats. You just lay the front seat down. Doing it, doing it, doing, doing it. it. Wow. Doing and it. And then lifeguarding started. 
halfway through my senior year of swimming, and I didn't finish my senior year of swimming because I would rather lifeguard and haunt my boyfriend after school every day. That's like what I want to do right now right in now. my life. <laughs> lifeguard and haunt Yeah. That sounds like a pretty good gig. I wonder if they're hiring. I love you, baby. Although I probably shouldn't. Darlene and Annie also have satisfying first-time stories. Emotionally satisfying. Let's talk about you and me. Are we going to get sued for talk about singing this song? all the good things. I and think the bad so, things that may be. <laughs> probably probably it's such fine. a good song Sue me. i have no i have no money such a good song okay <laughs> sex let's talk about sex high school so high school you were ill so i guess yeah i was really thin and i didn't like i didn't get the boobs until college pretty much well like, yeah i mean if the, if the menses didn't come till 16 then yeah. yeah yeah i was like in college before they showed up and it's <laughs> what showed up showed up and so it was just kind of like a it was like a I don't know. It was very, I was very self-conscious, mm-hmm. you know, about that. And I didn't get a lot of dates. And the dates I got, I wasn't that interested in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just, yeah. They were the guys that were like, meh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? You feel me, right? Yep. And so, I that was kind of my, and then my senior year in high school, actually right after graduation, I met this guy that... Um, we worked at Kmart together because that was my first job. <gasps> Discount on the Chrissy Teigen gear. Blue light special. Cheryl. What's Chrissy Teigen? Damn it. Whatever it is. <laughs> Cheryl Teague's. Well, no, by then it was probably Kathy <laughs> Ireland. Right. <laughs> so um, I worked at Kmart and I met this guy and his name is Mark, by the way. And um, so, like, right after I graduated, he invited me to a party at his house. Like, his dad was out of town. And, you know, you don't just, like, go to a strange party by yourself. So I took some friends with me. And this was such a famous incident that we – I know the date. It was June 16th, 1993. Because, like, it was such a famous incident. So, <laughs> anyway, at that party, I ended up, like, making out with him. Another friend made out with another guy she dated for years. Another friend met her future husband. Like it was a whole that's why the date was so Whoa. memorable. Yeah. So we I was picturing like, like you accidentally murder someone and have oh. to bury them in the woods. See that would make a good story. Yeah. Okay, but no. It was just love connections. It was just a bunch of love connections okay. that happened. And he so I dated that guy for seven years after that. Um, so I went from like zero to long-term relationship, right? Like, boom, like that. So here I am. I've graduated from high school with my virginity intact, which nobody else I knew had. Like I was literally, except for Andy, at the <laughs> at the time. She's over here raising her hand. Um, at the time, like none of my friends had their. I mean, it was me, right? And they would tease me about it. They'd be like, "Oh, you still got your hymen, ha ha!" You know, what I mean? like yeah, that's kind of gross. Did you feel <laughs> Did you feel bad or awkward about it, or you were just like, "Whatever, it's um, not a thing." I don't know. Like, I guess that was one of those things that I think people wanted me to feel bad about, but I didn't. And here, I'll tell you why. This is gonna sound crazy. I had a really good relationship with my dad. And I think the reason I didn't feel bad about it was because I knew my dad would like it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I discussed it with him. But I, f- I feel like 
I would have felt bad about it, except that I was like, no, because I love my daddy and he doesn't want me to lose my virginity. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous, but... That's adorable. It's like a daddy's girl thing. Yeah. I definitely never thought about my dad. <laughs> yeah. I, in this context. But you have to remember, like, I had well, that no... That makes it sound gross, Abby. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's be clear. Let's be very clear. No, no, no. Um, it's sweet. It's But sweet. I had no dad until I was eight, and then I had this amazing man come into my life. And so, yeah, you know, just... So, yeah, so that is the guy I lost my virginity to. True story. Yes. So it sounded like it, it happened in the timing you wanted it to happen in. Yeah, I like think you it were, did. You were into... I was in love. Aww. Yes. I, yeah, How I think was it did. Yeah, like, were it you... It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Are you were you disappointed? Because like I mean, the answer is always yes. The way you said it, you like closed your eyes, like you were yeah. having a wonderful memory. Yeah. I was, and I, thought I was you were gonna say awesome. I was like picturing like rose petals <laughs> near a lake you know, or something. Let's be clear, a, nice, a nice Yankee candle lit yeah. on the bedside table. Let's be clear, we were both virgins. Oh yeah, no. I mean, the sentiment was sweet. Let me yeah. say this, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. the sentiment was sweet, and he was very sweet. But no, I mean, it was just bumbling disaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a total mess. Did I you mean... use protection? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, no, always. Always. Yeah. Okay, your turn. I was 19, and I don't remember exactly when I lost it because I was living with a guy. Yeah. And we were both, like, re- like religious, air quoting that, we were, like, trying not to. Yeah, we were, like, playing house and trying not to have sex. And right. so we would, like, fool around. But, yeah, so I, I, I don't know exactly when it happened because, you know, we played just the tip for a long time. Right, right. And then... You were, like, sleeping in the same bed and everything. Yeah, we were living together. Yeah. That's yeah, it's torturous. Yeah, that would not be <laughs> It was yeah. torturous. And then once you start, you can't really stop. No, so. exactly. I don't know when it crossed from being, like... Just the tip to, I don't remember exactly when it was full on penetration. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have like a... Are you satisfied with that losing your virginity story? Um, I think it's fine. For the capacity of 19 year olds, we loved each other and we were living together. We were like in as committed of a relationship you can be in at 19. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I did lie to your parents about it though, because later we went on to rent one of their houses together and... I definitely told them we were not having sex. <laughs> I mean, I feel like your heart was in the right place. Sorry, John and Margo. <laughs> um, I mean, I would tell my dad right now that I'm not. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten yeah, they, years they did into not, my marriage, they did not love us living together, and I was like, it's fine. <laughs> we're so responsible and have so much self control. Next up is Jen and John, who you met on the Too Hot in the Hot Tub episode. In their separate experiences, they were very young, in love, and they used protection. Jen's first. My mom, she just was like always out dating and partying and doing all sorts of stuff. My parents were divorced, but my dad was always around. He oh, was Did a, you live with your mom? Yeah, I lived with okay. my mom. And my dad was a firefighter, and we would be with him so... Instead of weekends, it was like, it was a weird schedule. It was like every other four off is what it was. And he was really strict. Oh, okay. 
but your mom was not little, so little checked much. out. Yeah, not okay. so much. Yeah, pretty checked out. So I was able to kind of do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. 14, I was, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go spend the night here. And then really, I was at my boyfriend's house who had his own apartment. 14. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Maybe that was 15. Yeah, yeah. But still. So did your mom check up on that? Like where you were? No. Never. Okay. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nope. Maybe she would every once in a while, but then there was always like a system in place, right? So I'd get the phone call from my friend who would have said that I was in the bathroom. Yep. Yep. And it's like, you got to call your mom back. Like we had a whole system. And I got caught a couple times, but... It did not deter you. No. No. No, you get grounded for a couple weeks and then you go back out and do the same thing again. Okay, so when did you have sex for the first time? I mean, you said you were spending the night at your boyfriend's house when you were 14. I was 14. So you were 14, Mm -hmm. yeah. So how did that happen? Was it bad or good? It was really great. I feel like while I would never, ever want anyone to have sex that early, I feel like I have like the best... I don't know, like I would never give up that first time experience. I was totally in love with my boyfriend. We had been, this is, it's funny to say, but I mean, it's true. We had been in this kind of like, uh, like he had been jockeying for my attention and like trying to get, trying to get me to date him for like six months before I finally caved. And, and, and he was just like, totally enamored with me. Um, and he would date other people, and then the minute that he thought there was any chance with me, he'd be like, done, and break up with them and, like, race to my side, which was a total turnoff to me at the time. <laughs> and uh, eventually, like, six months in, he finally won me over, and I was, and then I was, like, actually in. And we knew each other for about a year, and uh, maybe dating for two or three months, so not that long. Mm-hmm. And he was moving. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he was moving to California. It was like his last night, but we were still going to be in a like long distance relationship, which lasted about a month. And we decided to do it. It wasn't his first time, but it was mine. He was older. He was 17. But he was really careful and considerate. And it was very like, okay, this is we're going to do this. Yeah, we decided together. (laughs) It was like on the like couch cushions like on my friend's bedroom floor (laughs) right (laughs) while all of our friends were in the living room like fully knowing what was happening in the bedroom type of like super romantic yeah 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 that part not so much but (laughs) he had like turned on music and was very like very careful and considerate the whole time and really sweet and so we had sex and he was like, it's probably like it's, you know, probably feels weird. I remember him saying, like, you might feel like you have to pee afterwards. And I did. And I was, like was really grateful that he named it because I felt really weird about it. And then we were laying there cuddling afterwards. And, <laughs> and that Brian Adams song, Everything I Do, I Do It For You, oh, came on the radio. Oh, my gosh. And I started crying. Oh, you for sure started crying. I definitely started crying. It was the first time I ever, like, cried happy tears oh my in my gosh. life. <laughs> and, and he was so concerned. He was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Did I hurt you? And he was, like, terrified. And I was like, no, I'm just so happy. And he was like, everyone's going to think I hurt you. Stop crying. <laughs> but i was just like overwhelmed with emotion and love it 
Yeah, it was really sweet. Everything I do. Oh my god. <laughs> Every time I hear that song still to this day, I'm like, oh. Okay, wait. Did you use protection? Yeah. Condom? Yeah. Okay, go yeah. on. And we ended up breaking up a couple months later because I wanted attention from men who were present mm-hmm. that weren't two states away. And then many years later when I was like 19 and the internet had evolved more and I um, I had it several different times I attempted to look for him but hadn't been able to and I had a breakup and so I looked for him and I found him online he was still in California and I emailed him and he was like so overjoyed to hear from me I'm not kidding you he booked a flight up to see me within like one week it was just like in and like like he attempted to like restart the whole thing again and I was I saw him and I was like oh it's not it didn't it didn't have the Brian Adams magic yeah, anymore it just wasn't there yeah. anymore yeah and I'm really happy you gave it a try though yeah I yeah. did yeah yeah um and it just wasn't the same anymore yeah but that moment and he was so sweet he was like so romantic I remember one time he bought all these like gas station roses you remember the ones that were like in the glass a hundred percent you know what yes, I'm talking about yes. he like bought a bunch of them and then like, he put love messages in each of them inside the glass and then he created a scavenger hunt for me where I had to like go look for each of them mm. yeah. oh so romantic lots of stuff like that yeah real sweet yeah mm-hmm for sure, I've always been grateful that, like, so many people have bad first-time mm-hmm. memories. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm glad I have a good one. John also has a great love story. One that left him with feelings he wasn't quite ready for. First love, Morningstar, who was a great about me and was a super awesome sort of female version of Robert Plant. She was very tall, rocker chick. I mean, this chick was badass. She smoked Marlboro Reds. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? I was 13. You were 13? I was in eighth grade, and she was a freshman in high school. <sighs> okay, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Deep breath <sighs> as a parent, right? <laughs> but this story is quite comical. Okay. And she had the reputation. She got labeled the slut wrongfully so i think a lot of that was socioeconomic but also because she was a loud powerful woman right yeah which has always been my jam and we started dating for a while and we would walk to school the junior high was like a block below the high school so we'd we'd meet up walk to the junior high and much to the chagrin of every parent dropping their kid off we would post up in front of the field fence and just lock lips for 20 minutes yeah Lots of, lots of, of snogging. <laughs> and I remember the vice president, this was like my first sort of run in with honor. You know, he, he, she left and he walked up to me and basically was trying to deter me from doing that. But in doing so sort of hinted that, you know, your relationship and he said her name and that bugged me because the tone he said her did uh-huh. made it sound like he was slut shaming her. Oh no. And this was the vice principal of the school. Yeah, no. yeah. Who was a fucking, you know, creepy just like of every course. other vice yeah. president. Why Paul, is he why is he looking so closely? Yeah, 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 yeah. And um yeah, I got in trouble because I just basically told the fuck himself. But anyway, I think she'd been with some older dudes and I was sort of this sweeter more impressionable younger guy and so for you know again women run and shit she decided that i was the one she's like okay i'm gonna lose my virginity this is the guy and so she unbeknownst to me planned this whole thing out and the deal was i snuck out of my house which i did frequently 
walked the four blocks to her house. She met me out front. There was a boat and a trailer parked in her driveway. And we got in the trailer. Oh my gosh. And we did our usual, you know, kissing, snogging thing. And at some point she said, I'd like to have sex with you. And I pulled up and said, what will my children say? That's the first thing I said. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so again, not very slick at 13. <laughs> and she said, don't worry. You know, it's fine. Uh, I've got some condoms. I've got, it was a three pack of the awful stinky Trojans. Terrible. Uh, we were also, I think, drinking a little bit of beer. But, you know, who, who gets drunk on beer? But it, it'll factor in later. So anyway, I say, you know, I'm, I am I can't turn this down because every guy's goal in life is to get laid, even at the ripe age of 13. Cause is I, that true? Absolutely. In okay. L.A., absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd watched all the John Hughes films. I'd hung out with plenty of my friend's older brothers. And it was just always about getting chicks, you know. So the, the punchline is we start having sex and I kind of have to pee. Oh, no. So I said, excuse me. This is maybe a few minutes into it. I said, I have to go out and get pee, right? Go, go pee. So I stepped out of the trailer, took the condom off, urinated, put the second condom on, go back in. And granted, I was fairly nervous. Uh As well as spectacularly inexperienced. And we started having sex again. And another five minutes go by. And I'm kind of thinking like, I think I have to pee again. No. Yeah. So I excuse myself again, go outside the trailer, take the second condom off, urinate. As soon as I put the third condom on, I realize I have to pee again. So we had sex for another 10 minutes. So this is like a, you know, 18 to 20 minute thing all in. And I faked my orgasm the first time I had sex. No. Yeah. Because I just wanted it to be over with. And I was more about the sort of socio psychological pressure to do this and it was really sweet afterwards you know she'd stolen a a capri cigarette and uh and like some horrible menthol philip morris for me and we had a cig on the way home and you know walked back to my place and i went in and and then that was it uh that makes me feel so uncomfortable yeah, you know, it wasn't... Well, the punchline, of course, was that two days later, she came over and my parents were at home and the sex lasted 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. <laughs> well, that was going to be my question. Like, yeah. did, did you feel like you weren't ready? Like, you weren't there I didn't men- feel like mentally. I was, was ready, and I was super nervous, um, even though, like, you know, like every other 13-year-old boy, I was masturbating like a sieve. But, like, someone else there was, was nerve-wracking. And but then you had some time to brew on it, so you were ready the next Well, time. I think I didn't have, I wasn't drinking, I didn't have to pee. Right, right, right. So, yeah. The relationship with Morningstar lasted about a year and a half. And she was regularly sneaking into my bedroom at night so we could have sex. And the next door neighbor was a teacher at the junior high school that I attended and saw her hopping the fence into my backyard one time and promptly told my parents um, what was happening because they were really oblivious. Again, that's a nice thing about growing up with parents that came of age in the 60s. Being a kid in the 80s was they were clueless. So anyway, my stepdad, Chris, and my, and my mom sat me down for dinner to talk about what was going on. And as my stepdad tells it, he said, John, I want to talk to you about sex. And I quipped rather with some bravado, sure, what would you like to know? <laughs> As if I was going to inform him. That's how he told it. Uh-huh. I think I just 
in my mind, I was just young and trying to be open. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what did he say about it? Did well, he... you know, we talked we talked about a lot of things. We talked about what the relationship be like when you're having sex. Respect for women in particular was a big conversation. And sort of the consequences of things that don't go well during sex. Right. You know? I think one of the things that I was just totally unprepared for was the emotional component you know because it was three years before i was you know buying comic books i mean i still buy comic books but i was playing with gi joe and yeah was really a kid you know and i think that's what's super gnarly about junior high is you are a really messy blend of kid and adult absolutely and yeah so that was my girlfriend for all of eighth grade and then i moved up to uh, bay area for freshman year of high school and she started seeing another fellow and I'll tell you what, I was not ready for the emotional component. I mean, we were like best friends. Oh, that's um, cute. But I remember just bawling. Bawling to my stepdad in my grandparents' kitchen. The gross, ugly, like, <laughs> type bawling, you know, not like the cool cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I just remember, like, I physically felt a pain in my chest. It was the first time I felt heartache. Aww. And I just was definitely not ready for that intense of a connection with the woman right which is interesting because when you unwind the sort of bullshit puritanical modern civilization nature's telling kids to fuck at 13 it really is i mean like 100 percent. i know girls you know start their cycle and they agree with that stuff but like anything that's not nailed down a boy will hump yeah yeah like it's just it's perverse it's it's ridiculous you know Let's transition into the fun and or awkward spectrum. Letty is going to tell us how she got away with some high school afternoon delight. When did you lose your virginity? At the age of 16. This is what is so interesting is how your parents have you Mm -hmm. on lockdown. Yeah. You cannot look out the window. Right. And you manage to find a penis. I did. I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're not watching me during school hours. (laughs) Oh my God. God, during school hours? Yeah. You must tell me the story. So the boyfriend I was dating at that time um, didn't live too far from school. Were you allowed to have a boyfriend? No. <laughs> that was... Why? I barely had, like, girlfriends, remember? <laughs> he lived close to school. Yeah, he what? was my friend's brother. Yeah. He was a little older than us. Like, was he in high school? No. <gasps> oh, no. I know. Terrible. So, you know, just go there. Okay, so yeah. you would go to his house, mm-hmm. like, on the regular? Pretty regular. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Your poor dad. Yeah, but I was still a great student, and I was still a great daughter, and yeah. I never noticed. Yeah. Having sex is not equal bad kid, contrary to maybe what parents Mm -mm. like to say. And fortunately, and I'm saying so fortunately, (laughs) I was sick. So I was on birth control. Right. Yes. So you didn't even have to have the conversation with your mom. No. Or accidentally make a baby. Yeah. So that worked out well. (laughs) So, you know, I could have been one of those like, oh, high school pregnancies, but I was so fortunate that I was a sick child. Oh, thank you. It was on birth control. Christine is a long-term friend from high school, and I find her story bumblingly wholesome. 
She's a bit quiet, so I'll just tell you, all her firsts were with the same guy. Here she is. Do you remember me when you were in seventh grade and I was in eighth grade? No, I mean, we have always been friends, but I remember going to your birthday party. Well, I went with people that weren't even from school. Oh, okay. Like, I don't even think I was invited. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Everyone was invited. Yeah. So, and I knew you. So I think I like kind of just swooshed in. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of your how mo. I do things. Yeah, <laughs> and then they just fall in love with me, and I can't help it. Right. <laughs> when was your first kiss? Honestly, I think it was like sixth grade. Like tongue and everything, or just no, like a adorable I, I don't peck know. kind of Maybe situation. Maybe a little bit of both. Who was your first boyfriend? I think. What sixth grade also? Yeah. Oh. And on and off throughout. Like, elementary and junior high, and then we were just friends. Yeah. Because, you know, I went out with him for, like, two weeks in eighth grade. And you wrote me, like, the most hilarious note, and I wish I had it right now. Because you were basically, like, when he's friends with you, he's nice. When he's, like, not friends with you, he's mean. When he has a problem with you, he's, like, the worst person you've ever met. <laughs> like <laughs> Something so, like that. That's usually how it rolls. It's like, thank you for the information. That's very, that's funny. And you also lost your virginity with that person, correct? Yes. And what grade was that in? We were, I was 15. 15? You were a little baby. And it was like super awkward, weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> what happened? It was like a home alone situation. We're like, oh, <laughs> like we were <laughs> It was not a good thing. Had you planned? Like, you were like, okay, we're going to have sex know. now. I, like, literally feel like we were in my room, and it was, like, hot and sweaty, and we're like, oh, and it was just weird. It's like a five-second situation, like an enter and unenter. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, so terrible. Yeah. But, you know, I can say that he was my best friend for a very long time, so it was, if it had to be someone, I'm okay with that. Right. That's true. It wasn't a bad... I mean, it was an awkward situation. It wasn't, like, a scary bad situation. Right. Totally. So that's good. I love you, baby. Although I probably shouldn't. I tried to leave you once. Lastly, we have my story and Jasmine's. She was on the Familia Matters episode. Our experiences were fine, with a hint of regret. Here they are. So your first boyfriend wasn't until 22. Mm -hmm. When did you lose your virginity? Oh, great. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the guy? Um, I mean, I don't need his name, but like This what, guy what I was happened? crushing on for a long time. Aw. Like, but it wasn't love. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. like infatuation, I guess. Yeah. And we broke up and my friends were having sex. So I was like, okay, well, okay, fine. Let's do it. Yeah. And so that's what happened. And that's it. So are you, were you happy at the time? Um, I was a little bit like, I regretted it because I was like, you know, it was something I wanted to like save. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, no, it's something I experienced. Okay. I know what it is. Okay. That's that. Yeah. You know, but in, in high school, like as a teenager, sex wasn't really that enjoyable for me though. Yeah. You know, it's like, I was like, you know, embarrassed, wasn't comfortable, yeah. didn't really know my body that well, so. Mm -hmm. Right. 
it, yeah, you you like don't know what you like. Yeah, you don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, like the guy for sure has no idea what he's no. doing either. So no, <laughs> yeah, it's no. not gonna be that great. No. <laughs> What about you? When was your first? Yeah, mine was not. I mean, it wasn't like a traumatic memory, but it wasn't sweet and cute. I was 16 and kind of like dipping my toes into rebellion, basically. And so was doing the like hanging out with older guys and drinking and smoking and and there was a guy, I was like regularly hanging out with him. He was 21 mm-hmm. and I was 16. Yep. Uh, one night he picked me up and we like went and hung out and we had sex. And it was like, I didn't know we were going to have sex. Because oh. I, was, I was so inexperienced yeah. that I didn't understand like A goes to B, B goes to C. <laughs> like I didn't understand all of that. Yeah. So, you know, suddenly we were like making out and then a penis was in me and I was just like what's happening like I don't I don't I don't understand so I didn't feel like violated or anything like that it was just like had certainly moved faster than I had intended it and he was never my boyfriend like we were just hooking up this was not no like I do not have like warm fuzzy yeah memories about it it was fine you know yeah These stories were all from, quote, good kids. They got good grades, played sports, and amazingly had safe sex. And I recognize that this isn't everyone's experience the first time. It can be bad. But it seems to me that, yes, there's lots of awkwardness, but there's also love. And I think that we as adults should respect that. When you do it doesn't define you in any way. And can we please shift away from losing your virginity? None of these stories indicate any kind of loss, but rather a gain in experience and growth into adulthood. And most of them very willingly tossed their virginity, not necessarily to their partner, but into that toy trunk where the old My Little Ponies live. I recognize that these are all straight P in a V stories and are not representative of all the modes of sex that a teen or adult may experience. And I'll admit that that's a blind spot for me. I've already recruited cherished friends and family to help me with any sex talks that my own experience prevents me from doing well. If you have a tween, you may also need to phone a friend. It's better than Google, right? Speak into the mic, put the lens on Zoom. The tracks today are Probably Shouldn't by DJ Lang, Groovin' and Bada Bing by Texas Radio Fish. The other day, I asked my boys, am I sexual? And they all replied in perfect harmony, yeah.